You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. On this podcast, our goal is to ignite your creativity and fuel your entrepreneurial spirit. And in today's episode, we are diving deep into a niche topic that many creative entrepreneurs struggle with, the art of crafting a compelling and strategic Instagram bio. Now, your bio is your first digital impression on Instagram when someone comes to your account. It is a very concise space to showcase who you are, what you do, and how others can work with you. It is seriously like the gateway to connecting with your audience, building your brand, and attracting potential clients and customers, and kind of encouraging them to follow along and or work with you. But let's be honest, finding the perfect combination of words to convey your essence and capture attention can be a freaking daunting task. That is why we have dedicated this short and sweet episode to help you master the art of crafting a perfect Instagram bio. We'll be sharing our proven strategies, tips, and tricks to help you create a bio that not only clarifies your identity and purpose, but also captivates and engages your target audience. Whether you're a photographer, designer, writer, or any kind of creative entrepreneur, you know the importance of presenting yourself authentically and effectively on social media. Join us today as we guide you through the process of transforming your Instagram bio into a powerful tool that will elevate your IG presence and attract the right clients. All right, let's dive in and craft the perfect Instagram bio together. Do you ever feel like your Instagram growth is stagnant and people coming to your page clearly aren't hitting follow and therefore converting into leads and paying clients? Hand is raised. We've all been there. While there could be other marketing issues within your business, one of the easiest fixes and most effective ways to convert clients into customers on social media is through one simple little sentence, your Instagram bio. Yeah, we know it sounds so simple, but here's the thing. That little block of 150 characters is precious real estate. You want to leave a stellar and clear first impression. And if someone is hopping onto your feed and is confused for even a second about who you are, what you do, and what they can get from following your account, you have lost them completely. So to help you create clarity on your Instagram, we are sharing a free guide with all of the ingredients necessary to create a powerful, concise, and clear Instagram bio for your business. You can snag our free resource through theheartuniversity.com forward slash bio. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, guys, your Instagram bio. Let's talk about it. Let's dive in. Let's go deep. (laughs) So you're so interested. I'm running the deep end. I'm just kidding. That was the weirdest analogy. Let's go. (laughs) If you're listening to this episode, unless you're driving or unless you're multitasking, you don't have to do this, but it would be helpful. Pull out your phone and let's go to our Instagram bios together and let's walk through. We're going to try to do an audit without doing an audit because obviously like this is a podcast episode too many and we can't you know, individually audit your specific bio, but we can go through it together. So let's first talk about your Instagram bio. What is it? Obviously everyone knows, but just to cover my basis, it's the top of your Instagram profile. That's like, what is water? It is H2O. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I just, you know, if anybody is new here, I don't know. I'm not assuming anything. All right. Oh my goodness. So let's go over the photo first. I think that's a great way to start, right? Because every Instagram bio has a photo. I don't care what 
well, I was going to say, I don't care what business you are, but I was like, well, if you're Nike, you can have your logo. That's fine. Um, (laughs) Most people that are listening to this podcast episode, my recommendation is I know we all sometimes like want that like moody shot where you can't see your face. And to be fair, if your brand is genuinely like moody and like mysterious and that's your vibe, then you might be able to afford to go in that direction. But for the majority of people that are wanting clients... service provider. Yes. Well... Yes. Even some product shops, I would say, depending. I feel like product shops is probably a little less involved because you're not necessarily depending so solely on that interaction that a service provider will have. But if you're like a small Etsy shop, I would still maybe say, but okay. Yeah. You ideally want a close-up, like eyes to camera, not mysterious, smiling at the camera. Now, okay. And that doesn't have to be like a LinkedIn headshot. Right. No, no. It can still be very aesthetic. Showcase your personality is basically yes. the point that I'm trying to make and close up so they can actually see you. Um, especially if you struggle with showing photos of yourself on your feed, because what yes. you want ideally is people to instantly know who you are as the business owner and identify you. Um, this is especially if you are a like senior or portrait photographer. And so your feed is full of individual people and you don't post your close up photo on your bio photo and then you rarely show up in your feed no one knows who the freak you are (laughs) amen (laughs) so just that's a clarification um but so ideally have a close-up photo that showcases your personality that's eyes to camera so that people can instantly know who you are identify you and make that like instant connection of like oh i want to be her friend or his friend All right, moving on to the next section, which is your name. So this is like the bolded name area. That is searchable. I think we all kind of know that at this point, but utilize that real estate very strategically. So what we would encourage is if your handle is your exact name, you might be able to get away with not having your exact name repeated there in that name area. And maybe you can get away with, let's say your handle is Mrs. Lindsay Roman. And maybe she can get away with saying, you know, business coach and destination wedding photographer because her handle is like so clearly Lindsay and Mm -hmm. her, everything, like, you know, she's Lindsay Roman. It's not very hard to find out her web link below her handle. But if you do not have, like, if your, if your brand name is something like, like not uh, your name, sun and sun and clouds photography, you should have your name in that section or below in the bio body. It needs to be very obvious where to find your name, either in that name section or if you cannot possibly fit it in, which now you can fit in just about everything in that bolded name area. I was going to say they Instagram, I mean, a, a long while ago by the time this airs, but they they made that section. It used to be only a certain amount of characters and yeah. now they like extended it. So you actually can write... Yeah. You probably can't write like Lindsay Roman business coaching and destination wedding photographer. Although I haven't tried doing that, but um, <laughs> you can you can get away with like you a good chunk. It goes down to the second line. You also yes, don't you want don't. it to be like so long that somebody's like reading paragraphs in the right. <laughs> and you're like keyword dumping in that. Like get to the yeah. point. And I would say if your business is geographically pertinent, if you're a brick and mortar or if you're a service provider in a specific local community that yeah. you're trying to market to a local community, then put the location in there. Like yeah. so if you are a wedding photographer in Orlando, Florida, put Orlando, Florida wedding photographer or Orlando wedding photographer. Like whatever your ideal client would be searching to find you on Instagram, put that in there because that's, again, like I said, searchable. Yes. So make that, utilize that searchable name area as specific as possible. Utilize that real estate. This is not the space to say, you know, come hang out. Like, no, 
at no right like put well, make I would it also, very strategic other than location, I would also put the niche of what you do. So like, for example, that same example of what I just said, Orlando wedding photographer, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, wouldn't put Orlando photographer. I would get more specific than that. Oh, I think you could even get more specific than even wedding. If you wanted to, I think you could go into Orlando, like Orlando timeless film wedding photographer or... Yeah. Because uh, again, it's searchable. But yeah, I, I would I would take that with a grain of salt because you again don't want to like keyword dump so that it's like three lines long. I don't even know yeah. if you could go three lines long, but... Exactly. But something that's very easy to search and if somebody isn't searching you, let's say they find you from a reel or, you know, whatnot, they come to your page and they instantly identify who you are, what your name is, what you do and where you're based. Yep. Boomtown. All right, let's move on to the bio body. The bio body, <laughs> sounds weird, but we're going with it, um, is the area right under the bolded section. So this is like the meat and potatoes. This is like kind of what we think about when we think of bio. It's the it's all the words that are there, right? Um, yep. This is probably the biggest question of what do I put? The first thing I'm going to tell you is not is what not to put. Um, I think people do this less now, but just to be clear, back in the day, especially in like the 2017 era, everybody and their mother treated this bio as if it was a dating profile. And it said things like Starbucks lover, like pink obsessor, like love for lover of forever 21 or like whatever. It's like personal aspects, even for their business account. Yep. Um, don't do that. I think that's less happening now, but I just want to cover it. It still happens. A good, oh, okay. a good chunk. There'll be at least think- one line in your bio where an entrepreneur will be like, like it's you like know, Virgo. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. It'll, it'll be like, you know, Ex, ex photographer or or web designer in love with my husband, the Lord, and dogs, and it's like that's not necessarily like if you have the space for it, and you are like, there's nothing else I could possibly put strategic in this bio, and you really want that to be up there so people instantly identify that. Whatever floats your boat. However, yeah. I would strongly encourage that is nowhere near the top. That is the absolute bottom of your priority list on what should be going in that section. Well, and to clarify why, it's not that you can't talk about your husband or, or share your love of dogs or whatever Evie just said in your account overall. Like that's the place that I would maybe share those things on your stories. Maybe if they're that important to your brand, make them a brand pillar or a, yeah. a, a, a what is the word I'm thinking of? A ca- uh, wow, content pillar. Yes. Did I say that right? Wow, my brain yeah. just like blanked for a second. Um, like like if if your dog is really a part of your brand and, and it really like attracts your ideal clients in that way by talking about it and you can relate to them, you know, with dog names let's or let's say you're I a dog know. groomer too. Well, like, then let's that go obviously very specific. Makes... But I even if you're a dog groomer, I don't necessarily think you should have like the names of your dogs or that you are a dog lover in your bio. That's kind of obvious. Yeah, that is kind of obvious. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So even if it would be on the nose or even if it's not, if you're an elopement photographer, but you, you do have like your love of your dogs as a, as a content pillar, because you, you, your ideal client has dogs and you related on that. I still maybe, I would maybe have a highlight for your dog because Mm -hmm. he's a brand pillar and talk about him in your stories, maybe show up on your feed, maybe, but I would not, still treat your bio like it's a dating profile that you're listing all your interests and personality traits and your yep. and your star sign or whatever the heck those are so called. What, so what should your bio include, Lindsay? I'm so glad you asked, Evie. I'm so glad. We're <laughs> 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 right. hot mess. It's okay. Um, so yeah, don't say that. But what should your bio cover? I would say it's these three things. Who you are, what you do, how you serve your people, and a call to action. Now, who That's you are... Things. Oh, what did I say? Three things. Three. (laughs) Whoops, I meant four. Okay, four things. And I would say if you've already covered who you are, 
in your like bolded bio name section, mm-hmm. you could maybe cut that out of the actual bio, right? So if, if this depends, you could repeat it, but it's valuable real estate. So you say can also repeat it in a different way. That's true. That's true. That's good because, okay, let's go with the Orlando wedding photography example. Mm-hmm. Say your, your bio name said your name and then it said like Orlando timeless wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. You probably don't need to say Orlando timeless wedding photographer in the bio section. That's yeah. repeated and you're wasting those characters. Yep. But what you could say is like capturing timeless imagery in Orlando and worldwide. Or, or you don't even have to, you don't even have to say Orlando. You could just mm-hmm. say, capturing timeless imagery for who like and then insert like descriptors that identify your ideal client like for couple like film loving couples or something like that again like that's just a random avatar that kind of blurs into like what you do because technically you could say like if if you're going with like capturing back blah 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 that's technically what you do Mm -hmm. but what you could say in a different way yes and what you could say too is like you know, for example, if you just were to say Orlando wedding photographer, and then in in your bio, you could say something like specializing in yeah, film, super eight, you know, or whatever, like, be like specializing in documentary style wedding videos, like if you're a videographer or whatever, like yeah. you can utilize that. You don't have kind to of say a mixture. it again. Yeah, just utilize that space to basically expand on who you are, what you do and how you serve people. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it, you're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best, and you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking, and you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry, that's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now we spent hours designing these customizable, professional and conversion intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before and you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before, and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. 
Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. Yeah. And if you have space, I would say for like, like mm-hmm. for who, just because it, it then identifies people like with the second that they come to your profile, they know like, like if you say for film lovers, especially if you're like documentary style with Super 8 mm-hmm. and all those things and, and you shoot film, like identify who that would be. And again, you might yeah. not have space for that. And that's that's okay. If, if you don't have space for all of this, I would maybe cut the four. So like mm-hmm. if, if you don't have space, you could just say like capturing timeless imagery or what, what did you say? You said, I don't remember what I you said, said. Specializing in. Oh, specializing in. There you go. Like specializing yeah. in, or you could say capturing timeless imagery for blank, or you whoever. Could, and- there's also the the I help or I do yeah. like phrases of being like, I help couples take the stress out of wedding planning or, you know, if you're a wedding yeah. planner or, or I, I do blank, like I, yeah. or maybe do could be changed for like the verb that identifies, like if you're a graphic designer, like I design mm-hmm. uh, uh, boho branding. Like str- strategic, uh, yeah, boho X, you know, Squarespace or show it or whatever, uh, websites that actually convert mm-hmm. in your business or something like that. Like be very strategic of like, I do blank or I help couples blank or I specialize in, but especially the like I serve, I help, I provide is like a really great phrase to really showcase. Like that's like a BAM statement of like, yeah, BAM, this is who I am and this is what I do. Um, yeah. well, let's then, talk about if they have multiple things. So like if you have, uh, we're probably good examples of that. Like like <laughs> if you have a business that that profile is for, but maybe it's kind of your personal, like both of us, mm-hmm. like we both kind of run our, our coaching and our photography from our personal accounts, technically you could call yeah. that. But then we run the Heart University. So it's like we tag the Heart University in our bios. I tag my preset account in my bio. Cause like it, it basically mm-hmm. it's like the homepage for all, like all the, all the things that I would want people to link to. Um, yeah. if it's relevant. Um, so you can also do that as well. Like if you have like a, an overarching account that like kind yeah. of like serves as like the airport, like hallway, or yeah. hub to like the different wings of your business or of different businesses, I guess I could say. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we have, do we have an example? I mean, I can share my bio right now if you oh, want. Yeah. Just Let's my exact, at the current time of this recording, this is what my bio says. So the bolded name portion is Evie McLeod, business coach and wedding photographer. And then my like top, like what I do kind of, Um, which this, again, this is not like if you are clear in, I am a web designer or I am a wedding photographer, like 
my bio looked completely different when I was specializing in one niche mm-hmm. and had very clear, like, this is who I am and this is what I do. And it Which was if you're just starting, I would almost recommend that. 100%. So this is just, if you do have a couple of different things that you do, like you are a coach and a designer or, you know, whatever, there's a couple of things. This is just what mine currently looks like. I chose the kind of like the tagline for like my I help statement, basically. It says, here to help your story come to life, which I felt applied to both the mm. entrepreneurs in the business coaching and... And to my couples in their love story, you know, photography, document, yeah. weddings. And then underneath that is serial entrepreneur, photographer, and homemaker. And I have homemaker in there just because a huge part of my content uh, is homemaking. And that's a big part of my yeah. life and like my passion too, outside of entrepreneurship. And then it's CEO at Evie Swim at the Heart University. And then my call to action is let's work together um, yeah. down to my, oh. my link page. That was the one thing I, I listed it in my four, but the call to action. Um, mm-hmm. it, this isn't, I, I would, I, ironically, I feel like a lot of people leave this out because like and people know the bio link is there, right? Um, yeah. But I would still recommend if you can fit it, having a call to action because it, it encourages, I mean, we recommend CTAs all over Instagram and social media, but it, it encourages people to specifically go, you know, book you or or do something. If you have space for it, I would recommend writing out a specific call to action, like not just a generic one, but I feel like by the time people get down to this area, they don't have the space. But if you do, I would recommend like, like, uh, again, this completely depends on your business, but like sign up for a free guide or like free review guide or, or free, like Instagram guide, again, depending mm-hmm. on what you are, or if you're a photographer, like free timeline guide down below. Yeah. Um, again, it, and in that link, I guess that that would be the next portion in your link. I would highly, 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 highly recommend you make a page on your web host. So whatever web host you have, make a page that's like forward slash Insta or Instagram or links or whatever you want and use that and basically make your own link tree. So if anybody knows what link tree is, a lot of people use it for their bio link because it allows, it's it's like a software that you can sign up for that allows you to have multiple buttons so that you're not forcing people just to go to an individual thing on your bio link. So if you're a photographer, you don't have to link just to your homepage website or just to your contact page. You could link all of them. You could link your, you know, website home. You could link uh, sample blog posts. You could link galleries. You could link to obviously your contact page. Um, Or if you're like us where you kind of have two separate things where you're like, oh, I'm serving both wedding photography couples, but also mm-hmm. business owners. How do I do that? So you could basically have multiple links to multiple things. I recommend using your your like own website versus yes. Linktree because when you use Linktree or, or anything else like that, you're Instagram, taking the topic away from you. Yeah. I just want to throw in there. Instagram also has recently at the time of this recording in the last few months released the feature oh. where you can link multiple on your actual Instagram yes. bio. I would still encourage. Yeah to use your own custom website because it is custom branded. It just looks so high-end and professional. I think it's easier. And it drives traffic to your website whenever somebody clicks directly on that link instead of like opening up Linktree and driving the traffic there. It's driving the traffic and spiking your results on your website. Uh It's just... It just looks a million times better. And it just... Yeah. It's just a much better experience. So I recommend that over anything else out there on the market, including Instagram's own feature. Amen. Yeah. So like for me, like like I was saying, if, if you have two separate ideal clients technically that 
you are marketing to on the same account or business. So like for me, business owners and wedding photography couples, on my link page, I I like have the buttons separated by like four photo clients and four like photographers or or creatives. Um, Mm -hmm. That way it's like, it's just clear and it's understanding. Because I think that is a common topic for multi-passionate people that are like, that have found themselves, you know, pivoting or, or adding multiple aspects of their business. They're like, well, how do I separate it? still without making like a whole other account. That's one way that you can do it. Like still have one link, like Evie said, but um, make that link on or make that page on your website. And obviously just don't link that page on your navigation. Just have it, yeah. you know, as a page and then link that on your bio. That's a great way to do it. Um, I would say also think of like creative ways that don't just like make and put buttons on there just for kicks and gigs, but think of strategically like what your ideal clients would would want to see and want to learn from you that would be most mm-hmm. helpful. So if you're a wedding photographer, have a button that says book me so they can go straight to your contact page. Have a button that links to your blog that see maybe you could save my portfolio or something like that where they can see more examples of your work. Um, or you could have a button that says like an example gallery, like a full, like a full on gallery. That's an example that you could do. Um, or you could have a link to a freebie for clients. Like I said earlier, like a, like a sample timeline, if you wanted to do that. Um, and your call to action links to that or something like that where it's, it's serving them with free education. Um, what was I going to say? I think that was it. <laughs> yeah. The point is be strategic. So we're going to kind of run through. We talked about your photo, have it be very direct and like represent you, your personality yeah. and your brand as well. As not possible. your logo, not your logo, not a super, super vibey image. In most cases, there are exceptions, but in most cases, I would say 99 out of a hundred cases should be you laughing and it doesn't have to be like you looking at the camera. It can be a photo of you laughing. I won't get in, into that too much, but like it should showcase your personality and who you are and be very clearly identifiable and identifiable as you. Yeah. And then your name area is searchable. Make that very strategic. Your name, your service, and your location, if those are all applicable or necessary, at the very least, it should be your service. <laughs> and then your bio body, again be very strategic, cover these four things, who you are, what you do, how you serve your people and a call to action. And then Mm -hmm. your link section, if at all possible, and you might take some time to work up to this, but ideally your end goal is to get this to be a custom site on your website that you can custom design and brand and edit very easily to grow with you and your business and be very clear and concise for your audience. Amen. Well, I hope that was helpful. That was just like a power punch media episode that covered a really niche topic like Instagram bios. But hopefully you enjoyed this little audit that you pulled out your phone and kind of went along with us and updated your bio as as we went. Um, and obviously we can't audit every single person, but hopefully kind of going through that with us was super helpful for you. And we hope that you loved it. Yay. All right, friends, we love you. We are so excited to see you just pursuing your God-given dreams and kicking butt. And we are here for every step of the way. And we will see you on next week's episode.